Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belvedere DeVoe. This is Julie Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you making? This is Cafe Mocha. Before Arsenio and Oprah, there was a little show on PBS called Soul. It was blacker than Arsenio and featured interviews with Farrakhan. It helped launch the career of Ashford and Simpson. It put spoken word poetry on the map. We're talking about the documentary Mr. Soul on HBO Max. Plus the new season of Queen Sugar kicks off Tuesday. We've got Tina Lifford. Cafe Mocha begins now. It's Cafe Mocha. When you think of groundbreaking black talk shows, what names come to mind? Oprah, right? Arsenio, right? Maybe Nat King Cole, Soul Train, hmm? Joining us to talk about this groundbreaking show and the show's host, Ellis Hazlip, is filmmaker Melissa Hazlip, who is also his niece. Hey, Melissa, how are you? Hey, now, I'm glad to be here. How you doing? Great. Melissa, who is... Ellis, tell us about his show, Soul. Ellis Hazel was my uncle. He was such an incredible guy. You know, he was a producer. He was a curator of the culture. He was a curator of Black joy. He just curated everything. He was in love with our people. And he had this wonderful show on PBS called Soul. S-O-U-L with an exclamation point. And it was on from 1968 to 1973. And it was just incredible because up until that moment, you know, it had not been anything about the true black America with creativity and vitality. You just didn't see that. There was no other program like this before for poets and activists and, and, and people in the culture musicians and actors and, you know, just people out there doing it. Talking about musicians, when you look at the documentary, you see, what's the name from Amen? As a poet. Anna Maria Hartford. (laughs) Before she was on Amen, before she was on any of the shows that we've known her for, uh, she was doing poetry on Soul. I looked, and you see so much of that in this documentary. But can you talk about how instrumental he was in kicking off careers for like Ashford and Simpson? Yes. Alice Hazlip had this incredible, uncanny ability to spot talent. He just knew that they could be greater than they were. He was almost like an Afrofuturist, right? He was always saying, there's something better for you. I see you doing this, or I see you doing that. In terms of Ashford and Simpson, you know, they were songwriters. So they were writing for Motown, right? They were writing songs for Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye. 
But Ella said, no, you guys should be an act. You should do your own music. Mm-hmm. You should, you know, drop your own music and sing for yourselves. And they had never even sung their own music before or performed together. They had, didn't even, hadn't dropped an album yet. They weren't married yet. And this idea that he said, no, 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 you are an act. You need to explore and illustrate your songs. That was revolutionary. And, and it changed their the careers. Show. He put, them, he on put the them on the show. He gave them their own show. They gave them a whole show. Wow. A whole show. <laughs> and suddenly they became overnight Ashford and Simpson. And, you know, they talk about that in the film. They say, you know, there wouldn't be an Ashford and Simpson if there hadn't been soul. And Ellis saw something in, in us that we didn't see in ourselves. He was constantly doing that. Like he put uh, Arsenio Hall on the show as a 15-year-old doing magic tricks. Wow. wow. <laughs> and we all, know what, <laughs> we all know what happened to Arsenio. He turned into, you know, a great, wonderful late-night host. And so <laughs> a lot of people, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so many people are standing on the shoulders. You know, he paved the way for so many of us. You, you know, Melissa, uh, it's great to talk to you. I haven't seen you um, since I'm um, contact high, but speaking yeah. of um, Ellis, he was very instrumental in launching careers. Didn't, I mean, um, uh, he did the uh, big uh, poetry was a, was huge on his show. Nikki Giovanni oh, yeah. was a regular, the black poet. Was anyone else on TV promoting um, poetry? Not at the time. It wasn't really even considered an art form. And if it was, it was on paper. You know, you didn't get to see the all-stars of, po- of poetry. In other words, it, it predated, mm. you know, Deaf Poetry Jam. But right. so much of that was because of Ellis Hazlip and a, a director that he hired that he thought was amazing named Stan Lathan. Stan Lathan was one of the first directors on Soul. And we all know Stan went on to do Deaf Poetry Jam. Right. So much more. So that all came from the birth of of, you know, this poetry and expression on soul with the last poets who, as we know, they are the godfathers of hip hop. You know, they got their start on soul as well. And Nikki Giovanni, Sonia Sanchez, Amiri Baraka. This was the language of the streets. This was the language of our culture, you know, expressing it in a way. Yeah. Melissa, I feel like a big old chunk of my history has just been thrown in my face. I know, I mean, you know, my family's from Brooklyn. They watch Channel 13, yet nobody yeah. seems to know about this show. Why? I know. You know, I like to say it's the greatest show you've never heard of. Right. I don't know. <laughs> For those of us who haven't heard of it, it kind of somehow magically stayed under the radar. But then there are the people that were devoted to it and really knew about it waited for it to come on every week because it was the only place where they could see black folks just being black folks, you know, unapologetically, not to teach anybody anything or to, you know, it wasn't like some kind of national geographic explanation of black culture. No, it was just real culture. It was right. just like for the people, by the people, you know, it was just for real. Like this is, this is how we get down. We'd like to have a club. We'd like to have a drink. we like to smoke. we like to watch, Right. Uh, you know, McCoy Tyner or or Max Roach or Patti LaBelle. And so he would create that kind of vibe. And you could have that vibe right there in the studio. And the people who saw the show in the studio, they were having that experience, too. It was like Questlove 
says he loves what because he's a real soul head. He has every episode somehow. I don't know wow. how it got him, but <laughs> he said he just loves to watch the audience watching Stevie Wonder. Like it's one thing to watch Stevie Wonder, but you know this idea of the show being for us when nobody was checking for us, right? Nobody was checking for us in '68. They just killed Malcolm and Martin. I mean, uh, in '68. Speaking Reverend about Doctor Martin Luther King. Speaking about um, Dr. Martin Luther King, the show was all about black power and pride. So featured leaders of the movement, which I love. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. That was really important for Ellis. And to not just represent singing and dancing, you know, he would say black culture is not all about finger popping time, you know, just like Mm -hmm. feeling good. It's about the complexity of our thought. It's Mm -hmm. about our thinking of ourselves as a nation of people, not as a nation of people who fit into a larger narrative, but our own narrative and who are our leaders. Jesse Jackson was on the show, but also the Black Panthers were on there. You know, Kwame Ture, Stokely Carmichael was on there talking about leadership and and we are a mighty race. You know, get up, you're a mighty race. You know, you didn't see that anywhere else. You didn't see Kathleen Cleaver talking about being a mother, but also being the, you know, communication secretary for her husband, Eldridge Cleaver. So this was an almost like an insider's view, but it wasn't only insiders if you weren't familiar. If it was your life, you were just happy to see it on TV finally, you know. Right. This was really important. The leaders of our nation were on that show. Mm. Wow. Okay, well, yeah. how can people see Mr. Soul? How do they get to see your documentary? Yeah, we're doing something unusual because we're all at home and we're trying to stay safe and, and sheltering at home. And, you know, it's a difficult time with the pandemic. So we thought, well, what? why not, since everything else has gone virtual, why not release the film virtually? So we partnered with cinemas all over the country, the type of theaters that would play an independent film like this and maybe your favorite theater around the corner, around the way. And you, what you do is you go to our website, mrsoulmovie.com, and there's a huge list of like 70 theaters and theater organizations, a couple of drive-ins, and places that will show the film virtually. All you have to do is buy a ticket, and then you can watch it on your computer, on your tablet, or on your TV. So it's like, you know, it's just 12 bucks to watch the film. The whole family can watch it. You can watch for up to 72 hours. And it's just a way for us to give back and to keep inspiring our people with a beautiful black film that's all about black love, black excellence. And, and you know, we need that right now. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I totally agree. And it's narrated by Blair Underwood. <laughs> oh, then there's Blair Underwood, yeah. <laughs> We all need a little bit of Blair in our lives. Oh, you do. <laughs> Alyssa, little, thank you. Chocolatey. Let me stop. Before stop I get in it. Trouble. Yes. Stop it. <laughs> I bet this is one of your favorite projects, Melissa. Anyway, <laughs> give them the website one more time. Yeah. So check out the website. It's mrsoulmovie.com www.mrsoulmovie.com and that's M-R like Mr. Soul movie.com and you can just click on the screenings tab and see all the theaters and just choose one that you like. Maybe it's in your neighborhood you want to support 
the cinemas that are closed and that are showing films virtually. So it's like streaming, but it's like all the theaters are streaming at the same time. Melissa, you can watch I a film look, like that. I am looking forward to watching it and learning all about Mr. Ellis Hazellip and watching your work and all that you've put in it. And we are so grateful that you stopped by Cafe Mocha to let all of our listeners know about your new project. And I know I'm sure they're going to tune in as well. Thank you, Yo-Yo. It's so great to talk to you. And thank you so much. This has been wonderful. I appreciate it, Angie. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have Thanks, guys. Night. All right, let's stay in touch, okay? Okay, please, let's do when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie, Love, and Yo-Yo on the line. She's Aunt Violet and Queen Sugar, which just returned to own, what, last week? The week before last? Well, it's back, season five, <laughs> already signed for season six. Joining yeah. us now is Tina Lifford. How are you? Well, hey, ladies, how are you? It's so nice to be here. <laughs> we got to get into Queen Sugar because, first of all, when Ava DuVernay previewed Queen Sugar at the Essence Fest in 2016, I will never forget that. Mm -hmm. Did you have any idea the show would take off the way it did? No, no. I had no idea that the show would take off the way it did. And I had no idea that people would respond to the character of Aunt Vi, a woman over 60s. I mean, our cast is full of beautiful, fabulous, talented actors, right? Mm -hmm. And they all are under 40. Mm. So for people to have this affection and attraction to Aunt Vi, come on, come on. <laughs> Aunt Vi is fly though. And she got a young man. <laughs> yeah. Well, why do why do y'all think why do y'all think that people lean into Aunt Vi? Well, I think. Go ahead, Angelique. I think as a community, as Black people, we always go to our mamas and our grandmamas and our auntie, and that's why we love you. We love what older women bring to the discussion. And I think they haven't showed us for so long. They have not showed the beauty of older uh, Black women. And then when you see it, it's something different. It's like, what? Wait, wait, wait a minute. This is something different and refreshing and new, but it's also the talent. So I think I'm, I just love Aunt Vi. I aspire to be yeah. Aunt Vi. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. You know, I actually woke up um, one day in season one and went, wait a minute. Aunt Vi is an archetype. <laughs> you know, she is. She's an archetype. We all know her. 
-hmm. we all either, you know, have an aunt by in our lives or want to be an aunt by or have been loved by an an aunt by. And then you see other women in other ethnicities talk about that, you know, that aunt that you can always talk to about anything. Mm -hmm. I said, here, here, here we have been watching television for decades and we have not seen the woman that we all know. Yes. We have not seen her represented right. in film and television as a fully orbed woman mm-hmm. until Queen Sugar. Yes. Thank you, Oprah Winfrey. Yes. Thank you, Ava DuVernay. Yes, this is what happens when you have Black creators. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. We're talking about Queen Sugar and Aunt Vi. Miss Tina Lifford is here. Uh, Tina, Tina, talk about COVID. How has it impacting uh, impacted you, sh- you guys shooting the show? Well, um, that was quite an experience because, mm-hmm. of course, you know, like the rest of the world, um, in early March, we it was business as usual. So we all were in New Orleans. We were shooting the first episode. And then we had a phone call from Ava you know, mm-hmm. on speaker to the entire cast and crew saying that this, this COVID thing was heating up and just to be responsible, we were going to uh, pull the plug on shooting and go down for two weeks, mm-hmm. right? And you should have heard the grumblings uh, uh, in the cast. I mean, in the, <laughs> in, in, you know, in, in the crew. Right. Didn't nobody want to lose two weeks worth of money, right? And then... We don't go back for almost, what, seven months? Yeah. But here's here's how cold-blooded Ava DuVernay is. We go down, right? And season five is already written. All the episodes are written when we go down. But when this thing starts unfolding, when 2020 starts unfolding as the historical episode that uh, a year that it is or was. Mm-hmm. Ava and uh, our showrunner, Anthony Sparks, Paul Garns, our executive on the ground, um, they went in and totally rewrote season five wow. to be in alignment with what was going on. Wow. So this season, when you watch Queen Sugar, you will be watching it through the eyes of the Bordelones. You'll be seeing it through the eyes of George Floyd. You'll be seeing it through the eyes of Breonna Taylor. You'll be seeing it through the eyes of, you know, sickness and not being able to get to loved ones who are on their deathbed. You'll be seeing it through the eyes of the election. Seeing everything that we were experiencing uh, in real time. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. I'm Angelique with the espresso. If you're looking for ammunition to get your man vaccinated, research over the past few months has revealed this. One of the issues that COVID 19 has also impacted oh, yeah, erectile dysfunction. A recent study found that COVID increases the risk of developing erectile dysfunction by nearly six times in young men 
in real life setting. This week we've been talking about the HBO Max movie Mr. Soul that was hands down the first real black talk show. Blair Underwood is the movie's narrator. She sent me the trailer. She had already finished the film. She had the rough cut. She said, I just need a narrator for this. I saw it and I was blown away because I had that blind spot. I wasn't aware of Soul because it started on PBS, public television. It wasn't national until later on in that, that five-year span. So there are a lot of reasons why a lot of us never saw it. Venus and Serena aren't playing at the U.S. Open this weekend, but Coco Golf is, and Naomi Osaka is defending her title. I feel like whenever I come here, of course, I have memories of um, winning before, but I think the biggest um, memories that come back to me is just being like a little kid and running around the entire site. So... Um, I don't know if that may be the reason why I play so well here. That's the espresso. I'm Angelique. Coming up, get your workout. The Mocha Mix with GG Sweet out of L.A. Make sure you log on to SaluteThemAwards.com. Register for our free event next Sunday. We're honoring HBC alums, including Kim Whitley, David Banner. But we also want to honor your HBCU. Log on to SaluteThemAwards.com. Download a 60-second video about your HBCU joy. Hopefully we can get it on the show, which is hosted by Lonnie Love. Howard's Gospel Choir is going to perform. Southern's marching band is doing their thing. You can stream it live next Sunday, 7 p.m. on SaluteThemAwards.com or watch it on the Black News Channel, BNC, at 10 p.m. I'm Angelique. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.